Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Cotton in the ditch, pick that cotton, you black son bitch. Daddy was a classman of Southern Democrat. Long white sheets and funny looking hat singing. Song, song of the South. Whoop a nigger's ass and bird his house. Gone, gone with the wind. Ain't no nigger talking back again. Hello, I am George T.K., and I don't always drink urine, but when I do, I prefer those linen steps. <laughs> You're listening to Pastor Linset, the movement church. And I thought the tart who wanted to get shot in the head was, you know, was stupid. <laughs> okay, let's see. One last here. 
Pastor Linstead, Aryan man, with an Armageddon plan, derailed dogs railroad train, wants to kill all the Jews, and a lot of Wiggers too, he has a psycho, Aryan non-Wigger brain. Martin had a wife, he loved all his lives, poor grandkids, they are so brave. Destroying Zog caught his eye, and busy on Zog lies, and putting Zog Mablon in his grave. It was on any weekday night, when the food lie that day's right, he pissed on Dan Kite claims. And the Wiggers yap with a shout, them stupid fucking loud. That Pope Marty done hits that what he aims. Martin had a wife, he loved all his life. Poor grandkids, they are so brave. Destroying Zog caught his eye. Appreciate Zog lies and putting Zog Babylon in his grave. <laughs> It was on any weekday night when the pastor is at home talking to Christ's family trees. When along come dirty Jew and a zogling wigger or two, making they's ass whooping necessary. Martin had a wife, he loved all his life. For grandkids, they are so brave. Destroying Zog caught his eye, and fishing Zog wise, and putting Zog Babylon in his grave. Well, the ass clowns hold their breath when they hear a pastor's death. They wonder why he don't fucking lie. It was dirty pisser possums and all the Satan's manzers that want to take him down on the slide. But he had a wife, he loved all his wife. What grandkids, they are so brave. Destroying Zog caught his eye and fishing off dog wise and putting Zog Babylon in his grave. Playing Zog like Wigger and Man's Ass Clowns Across Food and Zog playing here in the open air Coast Coast Stunhouse. We call Zog Babylon the third and final, but this show is always his aim at the lost and the found sheep of the house of Israel. He chose the seed of Israel's race. 
ye who did hear Christ's call. Greetings. Let's see, tonight is the 28th of July. Uh, Pastor Martin Luther Drzezinski, Mad Dog Winstead here. As your host here, uh, let's see, this is episode number 314.7, The Moving Turd. Uh, let me see, on the 7th of February, this show will be, what, six years old. I've been doing these shows for just about a week or so, you know, 10 days less than six years, a full six years. And as a result, uh, you know, I, I was looking I was looking at poor old anus, anus John Gurnt and anus Mel, and essentially they couldn't even get, they couldn't even get their little, you know, black and tan silver solutions, uh, whatever, hard to show up, just the same old cards, and they were they were in late. They were in late. Now, Anna Smell showed up, and so did Mother of Three Nicholas. You know, Mother uh, of Three, you know, Mudcheck Mother of Three Nicholas, and a few other Utahs here showed up. And I did what I usually do. I just trash out, just trash out the tard. The, you know, tards are really pissed me off here. I mean, it's just sort of like I don't know if you've ever, you know, I, I mean, I used to work at a sheep farm here, and no, I wasn't mean to the sheep. But what happens is that they're just sort of like penned animals. They're just penned dumb animals, and you can just, you can just beat them with a club, and there ain't nothing they, will, they can or will do with them here. Now, I've, had, I've had cows get all munched up, and in many cases you whack them, you just whack them with a stick, and essentially it doesn't do anything about it here. You know, because they're just all penned up, and they're just dumb, dumb, dumb animals. And that's what most of the Mongols and managers uh, on these talk shows are like here until, oh, Rabbi Fink or Melissa shows up here, or Liar shows up, or the Pisser Possum shows up, or whoever got the you know, power to banhammer you. So like Uncle Tom's Ogpeg. He doesn't show up here. I'm just I'm just swooping up on old bitch booberos. I mean, you know, they're just dumb. They're just dumb animals. And that's what I was doing for about ten minutes until Anus John finally showed up. First thing he does, he goes ahead and force blocks me. Well, somebody, uh, one of you, one of you tards were stirring the pot here. Probably a couple of you tards were stirring the pot. You have so many tards, so many nimbus retards. They're sort of like a pack of coyotes. Sounds like there's a hundred of them, and there's just six tards. Five tards, maybe. Four tards. Who knows here? I mean, you tards know how to troll. I'll grant you that. You know, of course, you know, a nimbuster tard is not really your friend. Rather, what he is, he's sort of like a piranha tard. I mean, he'll just bite everybody, and you got to have a tough—you got to have a tough hide when dealing with prawn tarts, you know, prawn and nimbuster tarts. So anyway, these idiots get to where they're going to ask the mouthy chair, just slurping away here, just slurp, 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 slurp. You know, and each other's peckers here, and just you know, just you know, just going to ask the mouthy each other, slurp, 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 slurp. And then it looks like Anus John here, he's running out of stuff here. No, I'm not gonna be you know, Tatter Flag comes in, he stirs the pot a little bit. No, I'm not gonna let him I'm not gonna let him. He's a chum. Ah. Essentially none of these retards seem to realize is that by calling me a chomo or a child molester or a pedophile or whatever, I get to say whatever the hell I want to about them and their families. 
find out who they are. I can fuck with them indefinitely. This SS Mel, he's just simply, he's just simply a retard without a job. He's just a criminal. You know, a criminal who probably went in there as a little anglo diesel tard at the age of 16 or 17, and immediately he was taken under the wing by the non-Aryan Brotherhood, and he got a big old eagle tattooed on his back here, a little swastika here, and he got, you know, two SS rooms on both butt cheeks, and essentially he sold to the niggers for ramen noodles here. And guess where he thinks that's love here? He, he likes the extra flavorings of the ramen noodles. I mean, you will get... You will get flavor in a jail or a nut house here that, you know, ramen noodles have different, you know, have flavors that you don't get here, ordinary at Walmart. So, hey, that's what he's doing. He sells ass for ramen noodles here. Or his ass being sold, he might get, let me see, he might get poked essentially. The, the price may be, oh, four or five, four or five packs of ramen noodles for a night of butt fucking, you know, so he gets one or two packs, and then, you know, the rest of it goes, you know, the majority of it goes to, uh, you know, to essentially the big cork-eyed mamzer who is pretending to be head of the Aryan Brotherhood. He's selling Mongol, he's selling little mamzer man pussy here. So that that is the way it works out here. And you get, if you're in jail or nut house, you get to where you can read them damn tats. And you get the tat. Oh, I got one someday. Okay, that's when you're punked out. All right. Okay, well, I know that. These people think they're fooling somebody, and they're not. SS Mal is a little bitch. Now he probably found him some angle mestizus, and essentially he got a little, he got a little nigger. He don't have a job because, hey, he probably might very well be a pervert. I don't know. Essentially, you know, Galat, he, he, would, he would choose perverts. And then when he was out on the outs with perverts, then they, were, they found out, you know, he knew they were perverts all along. So now they're perverts. And then what happens? They come back sort of like with, uh, sort of like with uh, Paul Mullet. They're perverts, but they're not perverts until they're perverts who are against. Mo Gullet. And then they tell all this sort of shit, oh, these child monsters got so bad. Well, folks, when you go ahead and you accuse so many people of percentage of the population of that, it chooses not to mean anything here. I remember what, oh, when I got out about, what, six, seven years ago, they were wondering how this beaner who had molested and was in there for years had gotten out and killed a white girl, you know, 14 or 15 or 16. Well, answer, but this time there were 750,000 who had been convicted and let out. Now, what I what I don't see, and that's what I tell these people, is that as far as I'm concerned, you know, you, you work for the state of Missouri as a juvenile officer. I have a bona fide duty to make you eat your son's nuts. I have a bona fide duty to make you sodomize your daughter with a broom handle. Essentially, you know, she's going to be useful here. Now, question of whether or not I lobotomize her or something like that, but essentially, you know, she will be spayed, but essentially she will be carrying, she'll be carrying the embryos of a new master race. Now, the question of it is where she's laying like a caterpillar here, 
essentially knowing that she has her doom. You know, she's going to be she's going to be used for as long as she's able to squeeze out white embryos that don't have anything to do with her. Her father, essentially, her father and grandfather or grandmother or whatever, condemned her to living hell to death, where she has no future. She's just a piece of meat to be used. Now, you know, people say, well, well, you're going to talk about the organ, you know, you're going to talk about the organ militia situation. Well, folks, I have been, I have founded two good-sized militias in southwest Missouri in 1993. And folks, when I got into it, a militia was just simply less than a dozen people, all who knew each other. We're longtime friends for 20 years. And by every single one of them was run by ex-military, who was a classman, or Chris, Chris, I did, you both. And what it was was really a survival group. You had that. Now, what happens is that here it is in 2016, and you have four times as many. And they don't call themselves militia. I mean, you go ahead and hear somebody say he's a militia here. You're, you're talking about a tart. You're talking about idiots. Because what happens is that when these suburban tarts came up, with the, like the Missouri 51st with the McKenzie brothers, tarts, and we got to joking as a chick, old, uh, old Mike McKenzie ought, you know, ought to have his own parking spot in front of the FBI and IRS building, federal building in Kansas City. He was there so much, wanted to work with them. Well, folks, I see these constipational militias. And what they are is that they're targets. They don't seem to be able to read their precious constipation. If they read their fucking con- precious constipation, they would realize that the founding felons, they knew damn well, they knew damn well how the American Revolution started. It started with a bunch of red coats who were going to go ahead and take the guns and powder and shot. And they had an illegal small cannon or two that they'd stolen from someplace. You know, probably from a British cutter or something like that. Here they were. They were going ahead and disarm these people. Well, guess what? Was it a royal governor? Crown? You know, Crown Colony of Massachusetts? Militia? Because guess what? That's what the Constitution did. It took away. It took away the foundation of militias as private. As private organizations, as private armies, sit down at the local level. At the township, at the sub-county, at the hamlet. These militias which went ahead and shot at Redcoats, they were not a state organized or run from the top out of Boston. Militia group. They were very much local ones. And folks, they elected their officers. They didn't have them set by the governor. 
the royal crown governor. And so when there was a little bit of a fight here, yeah, they got their ass whooped by the Red Coast. So what they do? They ran away. Left a number of dead behind. And then they were pissed. What they did is that they started shooting at the Red Coast going on the way back. and caused about five or ten times as many deaths and casualties on the way back. The Red Coast didn't get anything. It was already gone. But just like a tribe of monkeys or Africans, they had to confront each other, and that's where the casualties occurred. There is no such thing as a constitutional militia unless it's set up at state level and federalized with federal laws and federal money and federal rules of war. The Universal Code of Military Justice. Manuals of training. Now, what they have is they have these militias, which were not select militias, as the National Guard units of the various states here. And in World War II, I guess what? A number of these, quote, state militias were, you know, were National Guard units. They were federalized and sent to fight the Germans or the Japanese. There is no such fucking thing as a constitutional militia. Now, when you yap and say, you know, here's somebody saying, you're, you're talking to a Zogbot, or total fucking retards, or like in Missouri 51st. Oh, they were my buddies here. Well, essentially, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're running things here. Tell us what's going on in Southwest Missouri. Oh, no, they're being mean to somebody. All these Christian identity sort of characters, why they're being mean to Ukrainians who moved in. And, yeah, they were. They were they were clash in Donald County. But, hey. These people in Missouri 51st, I mean, it got to where these fucking idiots were wanting to buy SKSs and give them the fucking Truth Avenue niggers and call them Central Brigade. Why? I know it's your money, but why are you buying guns for niggers? Are you out of your fucking minds? You want to go by the original Constitution, a nigger wasn't even a human being. He was three-fifths of a piece of property, which was used for for representational and direct taxation through apportionment under the original Constitution. A nigger was not named when when Thomas Jefferson said all men were created equal. He owned herds of niggers. Hell, he was fucking one of them. Maybe two of them. I don't know how many niggers he was fucking. But he was fucking at least one of them. You know, the half-nigger sister. You know, I mean, hell, that's what they did here. They dipped their wig, so him these high yellows here. And they had little nigger Jeffersons here. Now, there's cards who don't want to agree with that. They want to pretend otherwise. They want to go ahead and act like, oh, Dennis McGiffin's grandson here is... Oh, he's an Indian. 
The house next door to me has been sold to niggers. Do 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 do. They claim to be wild Indians from the place. Do 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 do. Boy, but they ain't a shocking me. Those colored pistol will make cowboys and niggers our new game. Dee 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 dee. Yeah, I guess I guess Anus John here, he can play Cowboys Niggers here with you know with the McGiffin family. Do 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 Folks, this Death McGiffin looks like a mongrel. He's a sockbot. He's a fucking idiot. He's cut a deal. Why do you want to be part of the Anus MC? If you really like riding motorcycles, just buy a damn motorcycle. I think if you want to buy a real motorcycle, you'll get a you know a fishing motorcycle, you'll get a Honda. If you want to buy a fast one, you'll get a Kawasaki or a Suzuki or a Rice Rocket or something. If you want to go ahead and sound like a big asshole faggot, pretend to be tough when you're a big pussy, you'll get a Harley. In case, here are these dumbasses appointing Jewesses with no military experiences or second man show they ain't racist or anti Semitic in the case of the first St. Louis volunteers. They're appointing, they're appointing, they're going ahead and buying guns for niggers. You fucking retards. You know, these truths have new niggers got guns, and you know, let them, you know, I mean, hell, what do we want niggers? I mean, you know, can't the niggers go ahead and steal their own damn guns here? I mean, constitutional militia made out of Truth Avenue, you know, you know Grand Avenue and Truth Avenue niggers. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, that was in the Constitution. Of course, there was no Kansas City at the time of the Constitution, but, you know, <laughs> we're no SKS. But you get my point? So you have these. Now, now, this Ohio, I'm sorry, this Oregon militia, this was composed of Westerners. And the same in Bundy, why he's a Mormon, from the same place as Johnny Tonto Britain, from him in Idaho. He's a white Mormon. I don't think he's a serial Lamanite polygamist like Johnny Tonto Britton here. But anyway, Johnny Tonto Britton and Anus John Gert, you find out that, hey, they don't have any lives. They do not have any lives. They have no abilities of their own. They're just fucking retards. And one of their famous uncles, be it Newman Britton or Pastor Richard Butler, were alive. They were ashamed of them. They were nowhere to be found. Anus John, you know, Anus John Gert stood up two, three years ago with that. He was butler. He showed up with the old Gillette. Well, guess what? He showed up three years ago when he said, he's what, 2013, 2012? Guess what? Butler's been dead eight years. Giant Tonto Britain, why, guess what? He didn't get him. He didn't get into play in Aryan Nation. 
until Newman Britton had been dead, what, two, three years, and his daddy, Rufus the Doofus, had been dead a year or two, at least a couple of years? Well, guess what? Why do you want to pretend to be something you're not? But anyway, I have seen these militias, and they had success, what, a year and a half ago at the Bundy Ranch, but they were defending themselves. So what they do is that two, you know, two characters, unjustly, they burn off the land to get rid of the cactus, to get rid of whatever. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the grassland up there. This is not good grassland. Essentially, what happens is if it does get burnt off, three years after, you will have about as good a grazing as you can because you get rid of the junk cactus and the thistle and the rest of the stuff here. That's why the Great Plains were the way they were. They were purposely burnt by engines looking to stampede buffalo before they had horses. Then afterwards, it would get dry and, you know, lightning. Sometimes you have dry lightning. I had the same thing happen to my place that burned off every of these old ancient cedarwood fences since 1935 and burned every single damn last one of them on my property in South Dakota in September 2000. It was the biggest fire that had been around for 50 years. I had to go up there and fix it in May of 2001. That's why I had a big fight with my brother. And yeah, they, they go ahead and burn it, and then they get tried. These two buds get tried and convicted. And guess what? They ask these militia tards to... Don't show up. Don't give us a trouble. We'll go back. We'll go to prison here. Now, folks, if somebody wants to go to prison, he's such a big pussy. They go ahead and go to prison. Then, hey, he's a whooped. He's a whooped dog, and you let him go to prison. But they scared him, and this thing lasted, what, January 2nd? They come up there, and they're the Bundys. Boo, doo, doo, doo. Well, guess what? You have a whole bunch of tards from outside the area. Some of them, like the Bundys, are from within 100 miles or so. Of course, distances are not as big a deal here. Why people used to go, what, 200 miles to go to Rapid City, go to church? In many cases, you have these constitutional tards. And they show up. They pretend they're constitutional tards, but at least they're not given, you know, buying guns, you know, buying guns for niggers. They're a little bit better planes, constitutional tards. And they yap about this and how they're going to die. Well, folks, Zog government is scared because, well, previously they had gone, Zog had gone ahead and gone after somebody in their own house, like the Bundys, in their own land, and had backed off. Because Zog knows probably better than I do. Is that, hey, there is a revolution ready to spring up and burn everything fucking down. Kill everybody. That's what I want. They go ahead and look at this and they, they see people like me 
learning things? And the answer is no. You think I'm going to get in trouble? This guy got shot in the head. I see him, and he's, what, a couple years younger than me, 55? And I'm seeing him talking at a tarp to some liberal quigger, little grill, some little, some little mams or slime ball. Well, are you going to give up? No, I'd rather die and go to jail. No, what this guy would rather do is he would rather die than live. I've seen this kind. They're looking to get killed. They're looking to die a martyr. And such people can be useful, but you can't really control them because they're stupid. I have no doubt on that one, especially with maybe pig life says, well, guess what? People get tired of them. They're, lo- they're losing things. It's not time to end this. We're getting political trouble like we did in Waco. Let's end this shit. Essentially, we're, we're going to have them talk about how to oh, essentially back off. And then we're going to go ahead and ambush them at the road. We're going to sort of pull a semi-Waco on them. Here's dumbass, I, you know, Lavoie, whatever. Stop, stop, stop. No, 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 That's what he wanted. When you see somebody like that, get the fuck away from him. Church are like, right here, he's looking for bullets from pigs put in his head. You don't want to be around him. You want to be within 10 feet of them. You do not want to be around people like that. Because he is determined to be able to be killed. He will find a way to get his head blown off the pigs. You do not want to be around them. Not very smart. Unless, of course, you want to get your head Filled with bullets, too, or your dick, or whatever. If you want to blow away, you know, then, hey, I mean, oh, I mean, you know, but, but shoot, I can't think of anything more dangerous than having just not only one of such retards, but two or three of them. Oh, my God, no. Are you like this? No. Are you going to that No. <laughs> Stay away from people like that. Okay. So, anyway, who is buying guns for niggers? The Missouri 51st, you know, necessary force infantry out of Kansas City. You know, the the tards who ran that particular militia, they weren't racist. They were a constitutional militia. They're buying SKSs for niggers. And this is one of the SKSs who wind up from being $65 a piece to wind up being worth $120 a piece just around the time that uh, just around the time that they were this is after uh, Clinton finally you know, Clinton finally signed executive order you know, disallowing them. But that, by, by then the chinks had sold about $4 million of those damn things. You know, they sold, good lord, they sold plenty of ammo. I mean, you know, damn, a damn chink SKS here, a cheap chink SKS here for $65. Best damn gun deal ever. I mean, shit, a 22 semi-automatic costs $70, $75. A chink SKS. I mean, the joke was, 
it's such a cheap, you know, it, it has about the same muzzle velocity as a thirty thirty Winchester. You can take some bitch out to the woods, go ahead and shoot it off, <laughs> leave some bitch out in the woods if you want. <laughs> Nobody did that here. It, you know, it, it was it was used chink. It was used chink. It was actually a better gun than the one that cost twenty or thirty dollars more here for the tourist trade, because actually it was re recycled chink army. It was actually issued out. It was actually a better gun. I mean, as, as far as being a military weapon. I mean, it was. It, you know, the chinks. Why? Hey, they don't want to provide. You know, uh, not my official league one, SKS, which is semi-automatic. Has a 10-round, has a 10-round, uh, you know, you feed out Mr. Triple Clips here. 12-man shank, you know, 12-man shank army. They have a light machine gun, uh, you know, so you have a gunner and a system gunner. We have 10 chill. You have, what, 9 or 10 shanks here with SKS. We have an officer or NCO here with a pistol. And the FKS here, I, you know, I mean, shit. You know, the chinks, you know, the chinks have more men than they have the equipment here. But, hey, you would get a better, you know. So, essentially what happens, you'd have a ugly, ugly wooden stock, which was oil, you know, and it had oil all over some bitch, and then it would have this paint, you know, orange paint smeared over it, and it would chip off like crazy. It cost six five bucks. I bought me a bunch of them. <laughs> Wish I bought me more. Because now they're worth four or five hundred dollars. And they ain't worth four or five hundred dollars, but they were definitely worth sixty five dollars. And these idiots went ahead and bought you know, after Bush or Clinton. You know, after about four million came through, through with billions around the chink, Norinco SKS Sports. I was wondering what 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 the hell was China Sports? Was it shooting other chinks here? I mean, I know the pheasants maybe maybe came from China, but you know, I I don't think they shot you know pheasants or uh, or uh, panda bears here with the damned uh, the damn. I thought they shot other chinks here with Tibetans or something like that here. Maybe you know, not dogs here, but you know, or cats here, or rats here. But you know, but in any case, you know, here's these stupid idiots. They're going ahead and sell, you know, they're going ahead and buying. You know, when, when the price goes up for six five dollars, they're buying a hundred twenty dollar SKSs for niggers, giving them to niggers as part of their central battalion in central Kansas City. You fucking. By this time. By this time, we had pretty well parted ways, and they thought I was a Christian identity maniac. No, they thought essentially I was a racist maniac, which well, maybe they maybe they're right here. But in any case, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm talking about out west here, though, folks. You go in there, and all it is is that every single little tard, and you see this little video. It's little tards here who who are in love with, you know, not as much as that tard who did get his head full, but essentially they all, we're going to die and be murdered here. Oh, this is the greatest day of my life. And we're going to smoke weed. And we're going to drink. 
And we're going to go ahead and slack them. We got anything slack them. Maybe, you know, hey, we're, just, we're going to go ahead and do the Brokeback Mushman thing here. Yeah, they just two or three times there. So we're going to pick up on them. Pretty soon. In any case, that's what happened. You take out the leadership, and the leadership was Eamon Bundy. And Zog, you know, held back for about three weeks. Zog doesn't know what the hell's going on here. Now, folks, the militias that I knew in 1993, anyway, they wouldn't do shit like that. They were survivalists. And the militias, which are five times as many, four or five times as many who have got their own deals, they ain't going to do stupid shit like that. They know the Constitution is a piece of shit, a piece of toilet paper. Okay? Well, folks, that's what we have in the Bible movement. We just have fakes and flakes and faggots. I, I did a search here over on third floor here, and they mentioned my name, and they might have censored it out. You know what, the other day? BNN? You know what I'm boy? Somebody goes, oh, you're talking about Brian Real. Well, no, I mean, Brian Real's a nigga left Mongol. He's been caught out. I got yesterday, I got something that I have until the 8th to file my reply brief. Nigger Lips just simply wrote something about how my emotion spoke for itself. He didn't have anything to spot. I did try to deal with Rodney Martin here. Why, Rodney Martin's giving me permission to reprint what he writes on the blog. He got a whole bunch of really neat shit here where old Andre the Nigger is saying that he likes fucking. Dukases and negresses. He still does. I mean, you know, Andre Nigger's a nigger. He's a high yeller. Former anti-racist activist here. John Flynn. Probably a, you know, what Jew boy who has a goop daughter. Carolyn Yantikahat. He's sort of, well, she's just a Hungarian. He's just a Hungarian Magyar skankus. Lesbo skankus. You hang around this bowel movement, all you got is Zogbots, cards, read, you know, idiots, faggots. You know, the only good thing about the faggots is that, you know, shoot, they're smarter than the Mamsers. What happens, I was right, I was walking my little poopy dog here, I walked my little black poopy dog, he's a sodomistic hound here, and I said, hey, you know, you sodomistic hound, you're sort of like Jack Donovan. <laughs> And Skeeter's little minipet is sort of like Greg Johnson. <laughs> 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 oh, poopy dog. He's a he's a he, he he's not only a scientific dog. He's a top. <laughs> he's a Jack Donovan. He's a Jack Donovan. You know, scientific hound as opposed to Skeeter's little minipet here. He's younger. But a little bit smaller, and it's a Greg Johnson type, you know? <laughs> Sign this thing out. <laughs> but, but think about it, at least with the faggots here. If they ever grow up here and decide to give up being addicted to their own damn dick, 
Or they can just pull out, wipe off, stop wrecking, and become white killers. You know, I, I don't think I don't think Jack Dalvin would have a problem with that here. I don't know about you know Greg Johnson here, but you know, hey, at least with the fag, at least with the white faggots. You know, and folks, I really believe this ten thousand warlord shit here. I mean, I don't really want to go to sad fags because well, I don't buy the finger faggots. Go ahead and kill the nigger faggots, and the goop faggots, and the beater faggots, and the two faggots, and the rest of the faggots here, and go ahead and set up a faggot, you know, faggot, you know. Winger faggot or ex winger faggot military dictatorship here. Listen to me. You're going to have a bunch of people who are going to be addicted to their own goddamn dicks. Well, something's surprised about it, okay? I will look at it. Yes, number 11. Anyway, folks, I don't know how long I've been talking here, but folks, I, I did want to talk about what happened in Oregon. Now, what happens is it was, you know, I, I mean, you know, when I set up these militias here, it was all together for much the same reason. It was to set up and find people wouldn't mind going ahead and killing the ones who set up the correct order. Just go ahead and find people here who would become the next Bloody Bill Andersons or the William, you know, the William Contells or the Jesse and Frank Jameses or the Dave Pools. Essentially, you know, warlords. And, folks, there are warlords out there. You just don't know who, they, who the hell they are. Folks, I have far more use for what? Joe Paul Franklin, although he was nutty as hell, or Dylan Storm Roof, or Robert Louis Neer, than I will ever have for half a hundred. Matt Parrots and Kevin McDonald's and Cuthair Wallace's because these people are full of shit. Whereas a lone tard who will just simply kill, kill niggers. Hey. He got more sense here and his little nigger killing pecker than all these lying yapping retards here who don't mean a damn thing about what they're talking about. Folks, when I was playing a militia, it was just simply tar wrangling. Tar wrangling. Essentially, since you are the most calculating and potentially violent person in the ranks, you're the one that controls what the hell goes on, as best you can. I said four here. That's why you stay away from this, like this one church you got, you know, got blown apart. You knew damn well. Knew damn well. 
He was up there to get his head blown off. You know, just look at him. Oh, shit. Why why the hell could these fucktards see if this character was up there to get killed? He left a 17-year-old daughter in Arizona or something. He went up there to die. That's what he did. I don't know if he got, you know, news of cancer. I don't know, you know, especially if he was just simply a romantic of death. But there are people like that who are just looking to get killed. And they might be useful for clearing mines or charging, charging an enemy machine gun nest or whatever. Strapping a suicide vest to themselves, they can be useful. They're not controllable. And most times you want to go ahead and stay away from people like that. I've seen this character. Why did they, you know, I mean, Eamon Bundy should have been at least smart enough. But he wasn't. Or maybe so I could control it. Now these people are going to end up getting fucked. They are going to get fucked, my dog. Hell, you're better off. You're better off. If you're going to go ahead and do something stupid here, you might as well go ahead and at least pull a, what, a, a Dylan Storm Roof Lontard operation or a Robert Louis Deer bang, bang, bang show, shoot four pigs here, kill one. Yeah, I'm not, you know, or, or, or you know, I mean, or James Bond Bond. I don't see why nobody figured out he went there to die. But then again, what was he, 89 and a half years old? Dog already fucked him up, and he had a lot of guilt here from killing his German cousins here in World War II. You, know, you don't really feel sorry for someone who's 89 years old or 89 and a half years old, not in good shape here, who decides to go out and eat a bullet. I can sort of respect, I respect that. I even respect somebody who wants to do it, but you don't respect somebody here who gets other people in trouble for doing this shit. I really value calculation more than blind courage. Because calculation knows what the risks are. He goes and takes them. Because that is intelligence in action. So anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and take a meal. I mean, I want, that's what I want to talk about tonight here. Uh, it really doesn't have anything to do with the movement. What happened in Oregon is only peripheral to the movement. It's, to, it's people who are totally different from essentially... You know, essentially Ryan Zogmoth like David Duck and Don Black or Jew Boys like Alex Linder or Nigger Nose Bell Fink or Talmudic Supportic Eli or James or, you know, or somebody who's really gone off the deep edge like Screwy Fucker here with reincarnation from Screwy Fucker, Dewey Tucker. So I'm totally different. So, you know, I, I decided to talk about that because it's my show. How's that? You know, and so I'm, I'm looking at these, I'm looking at these, you know, these 
motorcycle wannabe motorcycle clowns here who while Richard Butler was alive here and it wasn't until six or seven years after he's dead that his that his niece who, you know, so like giant Tonto Britain who didn't have who doesn't have any works of distinction in his life whatsoever decides to pretend, well, guess what? My uncle was a great man. Okay, it's a great man with faults. But you're not your uncle. You're not Newman Britain. You sure as hell ain't Pastor Richard Butler, who made a lot of mistakes. But that's one thing about greatness here. Great men make great mistakes. Great big mistakes. They have huge faults, which they're usually blind to. Anyway, I'm going to take a break, and we will be back. Hell victory.
They're stupid, drunken, and deluded. Their bloodline is polluted. The McCampton family. Their IQ is below level. They're dirty and disheveled. They must be of the devil. The McCampton family. Their grandson is a niglet. The women folk are piglets. They're all together idiots. The McCampton
Good meal out of you care. I get bold from one blue job. Get your memory paws on my silky drawers. You can't pull that crap with a nut. As for you, how come they come? I know what you don't want done. Don't want pussy crust. I'm no object of lust. I'm just oh, a brogading. Cozy, cozy, let me be. Just keep that poontang far from me. See, I call now I'm starting to do. Don't forget. <laughs> I'm April JD. Are you making fun of me, Pomari? Some people are so fucking touchy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, well, I guess I did do the song here. Well, I mean, hell, this is a movie turd. Why shouldn't one? This is not a scripted show. I'm lucky if I have an agenda, and I post the agenda half hour, and then I'm lucky if I get the thing mailed out, and then I'm even luckier if I get it on Twitter, and then if I get it on Facebook. I mean, I'm so lucky if I get that much done. Now, I looked, I looked at, well, Rachel Madsow and a bunch of other people. I looked for stupid Wigger who wanted to get his head blown off and who did get what he wanted to get done here. You know, and killed in Oregon. And I see an agent provocateur like Red Mike Vanderbilt. You know, fat, greasy old Kazar, and then, you know, the piece sits at the end, end of his, uh, you know, at the end of its life here, such as it is. And then I go and see what's going on in the bowel movement. You know, and, and these Oregon wannabe constitutional militia generals, they were a lot better than the ones that I knew. The session still ended up in what? They have, Getting arrested, you know, getting a little, you know, getting a little crooked judge and a little crooked federal judge and a little crooked federal jury. When the pig lies figured out, is like, guess what? Uh, we gotta, we gotta worry about that because you know, look, folks, it took them three, you know, it took them three weeks before they decided, you know, finally decided to pull the plug. And they're still bitching at Harley County because somebody got killed and somebody got wounded. And, you know, the local sheriff, he's, you know, he's shedding crocodile tears, you know, from dealing with dog pigs. Okay. Uh, when, you, when you look at what's going on all across the nation, You know, I mean, the resistance isn't very competent, but then again, neither are the ones who have to maintain, you know, the order of things and keep it together. 
I mean, the vast majority, I mean, it's really easy to destroy something. It's really easy to tear things up. It's easy to essentially take advantage of the collapse as there's fewer and fewer and fewer and fewer and fewer and fewer and fewer white people who who aren't Uyghurs keep shit together. I was uh, I was answering some of Brian Reel's little bogus questions here, and the goofy bastard, you know, he he's relying on me to pretty well lose this case in Lake County, Ohio. And he doesn't have a response. You know, I got I got the letter from the Eighth Circuit uh, yesterday. Okay, I have until the eighth of uh, February for my reply brief. Okay, I'll get it done. And what is today's the uh, Oh, today is going to be the 29th, 31st. we got 10 more days. Plenty of time to get done. I'm not going to pull, but I, you know, what I, you know, nearly killed myself on uh, the 12th, like I did. Well, essentially, I don't really worry about what's going to happen to Zog. I know Zog does not have a good future. You go look. You go look at the debates here. Trump was gone, and then the retard sort of expanded to fit the, you know, to fit to where the big guy was not there, and they were all being mean to Ted Cruz, and old Ted Cruz was threatening to leave. Now there's a slimy politician for you. Another slimy politician. All a bunch of scumbags. And they're all fucking delusional. I'm going to go ahead and fight with Russia. Why don't you want to do something stupid like that? Hell. Bob got fast whooped here fighting what? 10,000 professional go herders and part time freedom fighters in Iraq and Afghanistan. Bob got fast whooped. At a cost of what? Four, five, six trillion dollars and about what? Ten thousand Zog Jukes and you know, a couple million, couple million ragheads, which really will not be missed. What? You got essentially a trashed out Europe. And you got you got a Zog, which is on the verge of collapse, financial collapse. I mean, I, I was looking afterwards after that little thing here. Here's this little fat pig named Frank Love. And, okay, how many of you people supported Marco GBL? Four tards. Four tards of about 20 tards supported Marco, Marco GBL. How I many you gonna support Michael Jubio after he gets caught essentially promising amnesty and then old Jeb goes ahead and you know says, Well, you know, they're all you know, both Jeb and Marco support amnesty and essentially here are these Whigger tards. Nigger too, but mainly Whigger tards. What are they doing? They're supporting Marco. Now, what's Marco going to do? Well, he's going to go ahead and bring in more H-1B workers, you know, to pretty well destroy. I mean, you go ahead and hear these fucktards. 
education is the key to high-paying jobs. Well, guess what? If you're going to go ahead and bring in H-1B workers, that means that what's the point of having science, technology, engineering, and math majors? What's the point of having expensive educations when, guess what? There's not going to be any jobs. If there is, is they're going to go ahead and be paid for at a, what, oh, a third? At least with Trump, he sort of promises is that, hey, we're going to go ahead and control the immigration. We're going to go ahead. I mean, you know, I, I, what was it? Marco Cubio was yapping. ISIS is an existential threat like none other before. Oh? You mean, you mean unlike what? Uh, oh, I get it. Joseph Stalin? Yeah. I mean... You know, just keep the ragheads out of this country and deport everyone, you know, round up and deport everyone, and if they go ahead and act up here, just go ahead and feed them to the hogs. Them little baby, you know, them little baby ragheads or the mama ragheads or daddy ragheads, essentially feed the whole raghead family. You know, they're going to kick up and give the hogs a hard time. Just go ahead and, you know, just go ahead and kneecap them first here and then just feed them to the hungry hogs here. You know, I mean, hell, then they'll, then they'll go to raghead hell and be, Raped and sodomized by hogs forever here, and they'll, they'll teach them. <laughs> you know? But no. I mean, shoot. I, 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 look, I look at these idiots here, and I look at these wiggers. And here's this piece of shit here who says it was a little weasel. He was going to go ahead and advance amnesty. Advances for Disney in Florida, taking over of higher paying jobs. I mean, Disney is a Jew company now. It's been a Jew company for the past, what, 20-some years? It didn't, it didn't stay a crusader company much, you know, much more than three or four years after poor old Walt croaked off here in 1966 or 1967. You know, you know you stupid, we're just going to support your own destruction? I go can't look wiggers. I mean, well, you're so stupid. You know, they don't need to be. You know, they're not bred to be stupid. Well, maybe they are. I don't know. But you know, here are the niggers and the rest here. They're not bred to be very smart either. Okay. Okay. Well, we have Giant Tonto in here. We have Biss Possum, and that's fine here. I put up I put up on uh, my forum about Giant Tonto. I mean, Giant Tonto was whining about the Steel Rose is stalking his daughter, stalking Tonto's daughters. No, I've been given I've been given Westford the names of Tonto's daughters. And so I go off and I go ahead and look, and yep, daughter number three is fucking a beater Jew truck driver. So, so, what am I supposed to do about that? Hmm? Do I care? No. Should I care? No. It is what it is. Why, why worry about it? 
So, you know, our guest number, you know, giant tattoo equals, well, guest number 36 here, okay? So where am I at here? I'm looking. I'm looking at the uh, look at the chat room. Well, it could be the Piss Possum Show here. You can call in, Jeremy, or you can call in Tonto. It totally mattered to me. I'm looking, let's say, let's look at the chat. I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about. Because I did talk about the main thing. I mean, you know, look, the bowel movement doesn't really accomplish much of anything. Let's see. Get this our computer. Why do I think Rodney would give about my lawsuit? Well, I don't know. He sent me permission to go ahead and print whatever, you know, whatever was on the ANA blog here. I mean, he wants everybody to know about Andre the Nigger. He wants to know. He wants everybody to know about Red to Gage Radio. Rent to Gage Radio. So hey, I mean, does it really matter? I mean, here's a nigger nose like Fink. You have Jizzer Pound, and I'll look at Matt Perry. I'll look at traditional youths, not youth, youths, because I think old Matt Chimbach is a Mongol too. Well, I'm not really a big fan of faggots here. I mean, you got to give the alt-right faggots at least a little bit more credit than the Andre the Nigger types. Okay, well, all righty. Okay, well, let me see. i got a room full of tarred, and I'm not quite sure how to entertain them. You know, I don't know how to juggle. I don't retain enough from playing bass guitar at the nut house here. <laughs> I could sing. <laughs> Someone told me that Metzger's war page is down. I don't know if that's true or not. See, what is corn cob? What is corn cob doing? Corn cob. What is corn cob doing? 
Trump just re- retweeted this here. Okay. Talking about Trump. The Craig Kyle. <laughs> okay. I'm looking. Let's see. I'm gonna reach out, to Tom Esker. Well, Tom, how do you how do you go ahead and botherate somebody? How do you go ahead and botherate somebody who is essentially 74 years old and is living with a older woman in a single wide in Warsaw, Indiana? Now, I've been to. I've been around Warsaw, Indiana. It's in what uh, western Indiana, and it's it's not bad for Indiana. Indiana is not a bad state, really. Now, if you live, you know, if you live really in the uh, what? Oh, in the uh, oh, the northeast Indiana. Some of them little Indiana towns can remind you a good deal. Of some of these little German, you know, villages in the Black Forest. To what Wiggers Will is doing. Wiggers Will. Wiggers Will. What is Wigger School doing? I don't know what Corn Cobb's doing. I mean, he's probably freezing his butt off in Sherwood, North, you know, in North Dakota, two and a half miles away from Kanekistan. Let's see. So now men can compete in women's Olympic events. Essentially, trannies can compete in women's events in the Olympics. Well, that's something. Okay, let's see. How does Corn Cobb not get you know, shot by Zog? Why would Corn Cobb be shot by Zog? Why would Corn Cobb be shot by anybody? I mean, <laughs> Corn Cobb's a total tard. Corn Cobb is not dangerous. <laughs> Let's see here what you think here. Realism for radicals. I'll look at it. What the hell? Why not? 
Okay, dealing with Asian provocateurs. Well, your best way of dealing with Asian provocateurs is don't deal with them at all. Okay. Sovereign citizens methods. Uh, your best bet is to avoid because I, I have I have you know, I have been on a couple common law grand juries and these people are trouble. They think they're smart and they're not. You know, these people are total trouble. You avoid you know, there there was a there was this really rather smart man named Dr. Robert Friends. He had the best web page ever. Uh F A E M dot com. First Amendment exercise machine. And his rule his rule was seventy five percent you know, seventy five or eighty percent rule. He said that seventy five to eighty percent of people in the saw gland are perfectly harmless as long as you have nothing to do with them. He was right. You want to avoid having anything to do with the vast majority of the critters running around in the Zogland. Because they will get you in trouble. You want to keep, you want to keep a distance. Now sometimes I'll help I'll help Tards who I probably shouldn't help and you know, I mean he hasn't come back to bite me yet here when I went ahead and took this uh criminal to a job three weeks ago. He's back now. Now sort of keep a distance from I I try to keep a distance from. Because there's no really plus Having him around, okay? Well, he is here. His friends, as you name, shouldn't be. I am, <laughs> I am wrong. Yeah, I'm rambling around aimlessly. Well, that's true. Quite true. Let's see. I'm looking at this. Shoot, I have a I have a room full of tarn, and I'm not quite sure how to entertain them. I don't know how to entertain tarts. What to do in their condition? <laughs> yeah, you know, corn cob, corn cob. I mean, with corn cob. Just know that there's a fuck-up waiting to happen with corn cop. And what you don't want to do is you don't want to sleep while corn cop is running amok. Because you're scared you're going to go ahead and get your ass rounded up and put in a jail cell right next to him. So yeah, you all about that. <laughs> I have no idea what a cathodic noid was. 
Any advice would be great. If you want mduckhall at gmail dot com. Well, Doug Hall gave me a gave me a bad rating a while back ago. Let's see here. Oh, Robert Steele, uh, Eric Thompson called the term Zog, not Robert Franz. Okay. All righty. Well, I'm glad the old rebel wolf is, you know, chased his mind and figured out I'm not king of the cards no more. Although, maybe he wasn't too wrong about that. And good Lord, I have a I have a whole chat room full of cards. I don't really know what to talk about here. Uh, folks, I, I, I was in this militia movement. And what I am glad is that nobody went to jail under my administration. Did we accomplish much new? For which, for which I'm sort of grateful. I mean, I remember, when was it? It was two days after Oklahoma City got bombed, and all these people that me and this older guy thought we would have joined our militia around Carthage came by and said, Martin, Robert, we can't join your militia. I mean, they're going after militia people. Why, this Timothy, this guy they arrested in Oklahoma for the Oklahoma City bombing, why, he's associated with the Michigan militia. We're not going to join your militia. And I was a little disappointed. But what was I going to do? You know, these are men who are older than me. Some 20, 30, 40 years older than me. And like like I said before here, uh, what 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 was what you would call a militia in 1992 really wasn't a militia; it was a survivalist group. And now there's three or four times as many, and that's what they are now. Although they call themselves preppers or doomers or whatever, and they were right, and I was wrong. Because then what you have is you have these suburban militias, and they think they're a constitutional militia. So then I go ahead and look and actually study the Elliott debates and what the Constitution says. And there is no such thing as a constitutional militia because, hey, the founding fellows, they were not, they were not stupid. They were not stupid. They were smarter than George III. George III spent a good deal of his life in a nut house here. The royal nut spent a lot of time in the royal nut house because he was fucked up. That's part of the reason here. The war was relatively easy because you have this king who was nuts. And part of the reason is they couldn't they couldn't do as they would have liked because they were they had to try to hope that the Americans would come back. Except the rule of their king. 
Well, that wasn't going to work. So anyway, the founding fellows, they realized. They said, hey, what started the rebellion was, hey, well, a militia which did not want to give up its guns in a local area. What are we going to do if we want to set up a consolidated form of government of all the states? How are we going to have a government without the, the, the power to enforce our rules, which means force, which means an army, a sort of standing army, a standing army of police who will have a police function. That's what Patrick Henry said is that, hey, it'll be just like it was, but worse, because no more than two people can gather together. Don't give up. Don't give up your local means of resistance to a consolidated government. A third of Patrick, you know, Henry's arguments and George Mason's arguments, the anti-federals concerned just that portion to where they were going to call a constitutional militia, a militia which was essentially owned at the state level and could be federalized any time the federal government wanted to, you know, be federalized. And Patrick Kennedy and George Mason, the anti-federalists, were against it totally. So then I hear these critters like Red Mike Vanderbilt here. He shows up with this piece of shit named Parsons. I met Parsons in 1995, and he was he was gloating that he had he had ratted out poor old crazy Willie Lampley. And his wife, who you know, were believers in Christian identity in Oklahoma, and he was pissed off because he only got 12 seconds on the ABC Nightly News here for his ratting ability. And then when it came time for the trial, it was revealed that he had been paid $1,776 per month in dog bucks to be a rat. Here is his good buddy, Red Mike Vanderbilt. Guess what? I was at Pam Beasley's place here with with three daughters and a total wigger tard who was totally dominated by his wife and, you know, all four of his daughters. And she ran off with old John Parsons, Alabama. I don't know what the hell happened to the wigger tard husband and the, the four little mini Pams here who were Essentially, really soft, nice, mean bitches. But hey, later on, Pam Beasley told me that Red Mike pulled the gun on her. Pulled the gun on her because she dared take pictures of the Alabama Bureau of Investigation going to John Hassey's Southern State Alliances on his farm in Alabama. And that freaked everybody out about Red Mike. Why are you pulling a gun on me? Well, he liked pulling guns on me. He pulled a gun on this uh, Arkansas Christian identity female named Carol Edwards. What, 1998, in May, when he did that? On behalf of, uh, you know, on behalf of the Alabama Bureau of Investigation? Hey, that freaked people out. And the militia generals have already screwed up the pooch here. 
at Knob Creek on April 19th of 1998. So, hey, you had Asian rocking tours back then. What was it, 18 years ago? So, by the time 1999 comes around, summer, well, here are all these, what, what remains of these militias in Michigan, in Missouri. And they're wanting to work with the FBI, and they're wanting, oh, whatever happened to these Christian identity maniacs you kicked out? Well, he's still in, he's still in Newton County. We haven't had anything to do with him for years. He talks to him? Hell no, he won't talk to us. Folks, by the time 1997 came along and two Missouri highway patrolmen wormed their way in, and you had a lot of these common law court tards called the Missouri 20 in trouble. Why are we, you know, why are we doing this? What's the point? Why are any of you, you know, I mean, none of you people have the ability to run your own life, much less be a, quote, militia general over a brigade or even a squad or even, what, two or three other tards. Now, did these survivalist groups hit? Did they just break away? When the militia movement sort of fell apart by 1999? And then when Y2 chaos didn't amount to anything, did they fall apart? Well, no, they're still there. I asked me if there's three, four times as many as there were in 1994. But if you hear someone call themselves a militia, more, you know, more than likely there's Zogbot tards. Stay away from them. By all means, understand is that the current situation is not going to last forever. And you need people to guard your back, which means that you need to go ahead and guard other people's backs, which means that you would better be able to get along with people and know who the hell you're with and sort of have little private agreements and say, hey, We're not going to allow you to disappear in the night. We're not going to go ahead and allow your children to be taken away. We're not going to go ahead and allow you to be arrested on trumped-up charges. We're not going to go ahead and allow the peace to beat you up. Folks, that is, you know, that is, just simply common sense to where, guess what? You're not a, quote, militia. You're, there's no such thing as a constitutional militia. You're not going to get, unless you're Uncle Tom's odd thing, you're not going to go ahead and get the chicken shit governor of the state to agree that your little private paramilitary organization is legitimate. That's what tells me Uncle Tom's odd pig here. Why, he's no rebel. Can't be a first sergeant here in the Marines 
And then big buddies with Martin O'Malley. The way you're setting up your own paramilitary pig organization, that ain't going to happen. That ain't for real. Okay? Well, Uncle Tom's dog pig. He's actually smart. That's why that's what makes him dangerous. Uncle Tom's dog pig is not retarded. Now, Mitch Boomeros is retarded. He's a retarded mongrel. You know? <laughs> I mean, old John Gertz and SS Mel, they're retarded. Uncle Tom's odd pig boy, he's dangerous. He's a total pig. He's looking. He's looking to find your name. He's looking to fuck you up. Folks, I remember, I, I remember, and this was retarded to me. I should have known better. Bob would wonder why in the world does Eli James, you know, why is, why is William Fink allowing an obvious mongrel homosexual to essentially do shows with him. It wasn't until October 13th at 1.30 p.m. that, you know, scales dropped from my eyes when I caught Fink lying to me. There was a reason Fink was lying to me. He's a lying nigger nose Jew. That's why he's hanging around with this here mongrel, this homosexual mongrel. That's our list to think. This isn't Christian identity. He doesn't ever say anything about Christian identity. This is just simply some made up shit. Okay? Marty sold books door to door. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, folks, there's nothing, there's no dishonor in having a job. My stupid nephew, the one who has married a nigger. Over the last what? Oh, Five years, he's gone through a million dollars. Goofy bastard, goofy bastard, he bought him a sailboat for 60000 and him and his mom, who adopted a nigger, supposedly are going to sail around the world. I said, well, he's an idiot. I can count on this idiot sailing right into a hurricane or a nest of Somali pirates and getting gelded for his problems. Now they're talking about how he now no longer wants to have the 60,000 sailboat and now he wants to sell it. And my sister says is that my idiot nephew and his mother 
will be totally out of money in maybe a year or two. Sort of like Johnny Tonto Burton went went through $110,000 in five months. He was all mad because, you know, I come from a long line of Swedish peasants who hoarded silver, who hoarded silver and lived out in the Lone Prairie here on beef and bread. I said, Tonto, I got $110,000 here. At the end of five months, I'd probably I'd probably be down to about one hundred fifteen thousand of it. I only have one hundred fifteen thousand of it remaining. If I got one hundred ten thousand, I'd probably only have one hundred fifteen thousand of it remaining at the end of five months. I exaggerate a little bit. How the hell did you go through one hundred ten thousand dollars in under five months? How the hell did you do that? Well, I guess you end up having four wives and three sons and six daughters. I guess it can go pretty quick. All right. You know, my brother, he's sort of wasting his money here. He's ballooned up. He's only an inch taller than I am. He's what, six foot three and a half or so? I'm six foot two, well, two and a half, you know, in the morning, and I get down to about a little bit under six foot two at night. And guess what? He weighs at least. You know, I weigh, what, 250 pounds, or 252 pounds, six foot two, a little bit six foot two, maybe a little bit taller, but average, you know, average, six foot two. And guess what? My brother... Weighs at least 120 pounds. He's only about an inch taller. I said, hey, you are digging your grave with your spoon in order to get away from that bitch. Why? Why are you doing this? I remember you not only gets what mom you know mom's money left over, but he has ten thousand dollars after paying property taxes in South Dakota. He wants to buy a truck to haul lime up I say you know, for twenty five thousand why you living off the farm. The farm raises about, what, 20 cattle on it. You have a feeder calf or two you can eat. How much does bread and beer cost here? That's about the only thing, you know, we like eating is bread and beer. Be a beefsteak. 
Why buy yourself a job for 25000 Why buy a job at all? Why not simply wake up when you feel like it, go to bed when you feel like it, eat when you feel like it, shit when you feel like it, Why not just simply enjoy life? Now, back then, you could buy a car that ran for $300. Now, it costs $1,000 for a car that runs. But, hey... Why not enjoy? You know, I mean, if you've got a guaranteed check, you can live about anywhere in the Zogland. If you have a guaranteed income source here, you can live frugally. Overseas, if that's what you want to do. I ain't what I want to do. I mean, the whole house is cluttered with canned goods and hamburger helper and, you know, freezers and all sorts of stuff. And I can understand that a lot of you have jobs and you have obligations. So you do have to work. Although, I uh, see, uh, you know, I, I doubt that the people who are listening now here have a job they just have to get to in the morning. I'm just simply suggesting that you calculate what you need And then are satisfied with what you got. I certainly am not urging you to blog on sperm fart or lenders tarred corral, you know, colostomy bag and tarred corral. I'm certainly not urging anyone. get themselves in trouble. I certainly am not urging anyone to go and you know become a lone tart and gun down nine niggers in South Carolina church. Now if you're gonna do that, well I guess you're gonna do that. Maybe you think maybe you know what you need best here. What I'm trying to tell you is that Zog Babylon is not going to last forever. I don't know if any of you know, it, but you know, here is I live what oh fifty five or sixty miles away from the world headquarters of Walmart. 
and they are closing down. They're closing down stores which were in the first couple hundred. Well, my guess they've closed down all the little Walmart Express stores that they set up just recently. Now, folks at Walmart is having a hard time making it. What does that tell you about any of the big stores? Hmm? What does that tell you about any of the big stores, big box stores, which are selling China stuff? That's what Walmart is selling, China shit. Now, Walmart is having a problem with, you know, I mean, you know, we're store number 17. If Walmart's having a problem, What do you think the other stores are have you know are having problems with here? Don't you think they're having lower margins? Lower ability to take care of anything? What you see, what you see is a sort of an artificial, an artificial trying to hold on during election year so that that evil bitch Hillary can have a third term for Obongo and for her worthless piece of shit husband. So that they can, oh, I know, bring in more beaners, bring in more niggers, bring in more ragheads. Yeah, that's going to work out real good. The question I have for you is, how are you going to stop that? And the answer is, I don't think you're going to be able to. But what to do? Well, folks, there is going to come a time when local Zog is not, you know, Zog Zog and local Zog is not very powerful. Not able to do anything. Not able to make it. What do you do then? Well, let me suggest something. Let me suggest that you be alive to enjoy it. Okay? Okay, McDonald's and the shitter. I didn't hear about McDonald's, but essentially McDonald's has gone nigger for some time here. But Walmart, the number one retailer closing down hundreds of stores, including super centers. Close it down in Noel, but then again in Noel, why essentially Noel has what, three hundred freaking Somalians? 
used to be loaded with beaners because uh, essentially they used to have a you know you know a Tyson Foods chicken plant which poisoned the Elk River here and turned it green with chicken fat and chicken guts. You know, just load the water with phosphorus. So even a catfish here didn't want to eat that shit. <laughs> but they had a big old lane. You know, the day after, the day after, uh, well, the morning, Saturday morning, Saturday, December 26th morning, essentially Noel flooded and washed out the road. Which was by the uh, Indian Creek, you know, by the Pio, by the uh, Elk River and Indian Creek. And so, guess what? They have closed down the Walmart in Knoll. But they also closed down the Walmart in Anderson. This is in McDonald County, which is next to Benton County, the county seat of which is Bentonville, which is the world headquarters for. You got it, Walmart. Walmart is closing down two stores in the county right next to its world headquarters. Hmm, that's something, ain't it? Folks, this was, you know, I mean, heck, the old show was store number 17. Is store number 17? Um, these stores are more like 39 or 40 or something like that. They're closing them down. That's something. Are they closing Sam's Clubs? They're closing a few. None around here. And what happens is that they opened up a big old uh, super center in Jane. So essentially, the one at you know the one in Knoll, the one in Anderson. These are older stores, which were probably either the last of the pre-super centers, or they were the oh, they were the uh, yeah, but they are close to some super centers. They are close to some fans. They're closing, well, my God, they're closing all the expresses. That's the latest ones. They're closing them, too. Okay? Well, in the case of Amazon, let's understand something. Let's understand something. Right now, gas is cheaper that's been what? Oh, thirteen or fourteen years. It's cheaper than after in two, than in March of two thousand nine when it got down to a dollar forty four gallon. Guess what? Gasoline is a dollar forty. And chopper. Dollar forty seven, dollar forty seven here in Granby. Dollar forty 
even a dollar thirty-eight in Joplin. That's cheaper it was in 2009 when they made Goldman Sachs essentially sell this oil they had been, oh, keeping on tankers. There's a big glut of it. That means that, guess what? There's no rich-paying jobs in North Dakota for fracking, although... This time of year, there's not much fracking being done, but there hasn't been fracking been done this past year. Because essentially, fracking was not, you know, really just barely paid for itself when oil was $100 a barrel. How's it going to pay for itself when it's $28 a barrel? So what happens? Demand is down. I have a question. China isn't doing too good. Are manufacturing doing too good? What happens when Walmart has a 12,000-mile supply chain and they're having problems selling China crap? And stores have to close. Same way with Amazon. It's might be a time to buy stuff. I don't know. Certainly it's time to buy shotgun shells. All right? Well, Kmart, Kmart, Kmart was doing badly around here. There's no Kmart. There's not been Kmart's left for about 20 years here in southwest Missouri. Yeah, Walmart finished off Kmart real quick. Okay. So, any case here. Yeah, you know, it looks like it looks like the uh, looks like the Anus MC bunch here. Yeah, you know, they didn't have much of a show. <laughs> they were they're going to go ahead and finish. They they lost they lost uh, track of what to say. Well, as sort of I here, but usually I can talk about something or nothing for hours. And I'm going to I probably won't have about two hour show tonight. Shut down ASMC. <laughs> oh, good lord! You know, I, I mean, I don't know what that. You know, they're yapping at ASMC that once you're on Dagger Alley, you never go back. Well, okay, so I'm on Fagger Alley. <laughs> oh, what to do? What to do? <laughs> Oh heck! You know, you know that you are dealing with somebody who's going to get in trouble 
when you're going with an organ, you know, organization which has no real purpose, but all they got is a whole bunch of officers to do what? Now, a whole bunch of officers to do what? That's what got me about, here's Donald Trump here. He is not leaving. He is not leaving Iowa. And guess what? He stayed at a Holiday Express the night before. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, he ain't staying at the Motel 6. He got enough money to stay at a Holiday Express. Wow. I remember I was thinking of buying me one of these condominiums. And this guy this guy said, yeah, Branson, this guy says, well, why are you doing that? You can go ahead and get two nights, a little swimming pool, and you can take your two oldest grandchildren And you can spend, you can spend the night at the Holiday Express. You know, there's a little bit of premium here for essentially $60 for two nights and three days. Spend the night Friday night, spend the night Saturday night, go back Sunday. Check in Friday, past four. Go down to Silver Dollar City, have fun with season pass. Then load up the, what, 1980, what, Le Mans, Pontiac Le Mans. Spend the night at the Holiday Inn Express for, what, oh, 40, you know, $60 or essentially the other places here for 40 here they were selling, you know, these condominiums. Why would you want to buy a condominium? $2,500, and then you have to pay $400 to maintain it. You can have, what, two weeks? Well, guess what? You're only spending $40 to $60 a holiday in Express here. Now, I don't know how much of a premium Donald Trump is paying, but shit is probably cheaper to stay at the Holiday Express in Mason City, Iowa, or wherever he spends it at. Just to stay at the Trump Plaza in New York City. You know what I mean? So... Oh, I was look. I was looking at Skank, who was uh, interviewing the losers here. The Skank looked better, you know, cuter than Megan, you know, Kelly. She was a blonde-eyed, you know, but she was a blue-eyed bald blonde Skankus here. She was cuter than Megan Kelly. Oh, Megan's just a hybrid nigger bitch who thinks she's smart. She ain't smart. 
I mean, you know, you know, the, you know, the only people who really appreciate. I, I go ahead and sometimes I stay up. I see Morning Jew. I mean, Morning Joe. Jew Scarborough. You got this Mika Brzezinski in. I'm not crazy about old Meeker. I'm crazy about all these Jews and Wiggers, you know, and niggers and the rest here. I'm too crazy about Morning Jew either. But it seems like the only one who really appreciated the Trumpster was old Morning Jew. He appreciated old the Trumpster. And old Morning Jew, what, said what? During the summer of Trump, which became the fall of Trump, which became the winter of Trump? <laughs> summer of Trump followed by the fall of Trump, but Trump didn't fall. So she didn't buy the winter and spring of Trump. <laughs> Trump is Trump's going to be 365. <laughs> And you know, here's old here's old Megan, and then you know, here comes old Trump says, Look, Kelly, you're a total bitch. What happened to old poor old Paula Jones and Juanita Boderick and oh uh Monica Lewinsky here, who your sex pervert, you know, predator husband here was was raping and diddling and molesting <laughs> And you said they're all just nutballs here. You know, what about what about your pervert you know, what about your sex predator husband here? Why he he was going ahead and going after for, for all the girlies, married or unmarried. And he only didn't have a bad problem with that, now did she? Hmm? We don't know what to say. We don't know what to say. You gotta laugh. You gotta laugh when a wild haired Tommy G boy <laughs> Looks like he's going to go ahead and beat the crap out of uh, Swillery in Iowa and Jew Hampshire. You know, there's some people saying is that, you know, if they don't indict, you know, old Hillary, nobody is going to ever be able to be indicted again for espionage. Mute a few tards. Unblock a few tards. Yeah, I hear it. <laughs> okay, well, maybe he is, maybe he ain't here. You know what I mean? I mean, you listen, to, you listen, to, you know, listen to Jew boy here. And he, you know, I mean, you, you still know he's a Jew boy. And, of course, when you're dealing with you boys, you always got to expect that the snot will come out here. But, hell, old, old, uh, old, old commie Jew boy, he, uh, you know, he, he, he looks positively the paragon of honesty next to that evil bitch, that evil lying, phony, you know, bitch here who essentially, yeah. Uh, you expect you, you know, sort of like Dorian, Dorian Gray with a twat. You, you, you. I mean, you, you always expect her to, essentially, you know, you expect old Hillary. You're expecting her old hive here to just sort of split like a lizard, or snakes. <laughs> 
that's what you're, you're looking. I mean, good Lord, when is that? When is that evil skank going to just sort of, you know, just sort of, you know? I mean, when she goes shed her reptilian, her reptilian, uh, <laughs> you know, hi, dear, you don't know. But you're sort of looking here, wondering when. When's that going to happen? Okay, you just the daily sperma. <laughs> okay, here. Alex Jones permits white genocide. Well, I mean, <laughs> I have never seen anyone. I don't know about you. Have has any? I don't think there's been anyone other than a total, you know, a a, a fart, you know, fart huffer named Apollonian. You know, he was a mongrel named Dennis Chamberlain, but he called himself Appy. Happy, Appy, Crappy, Yappy, Appy. I have never seen anyone who is so fucktarded that they believe... I don't know. Is there anybody who knows from personal experience that they listen to either... Alex Jones or Glenn Beck? I mean, I remember this was just after Jimmy Swaggart was in there. At least the you know the the people who believed that poor old Jimmy here had you know he had sinned, but he didn't ask for forgiveness here. I have I have never really seen anybody who is so far gone. But they will willingly admit <laughs> that they listen to Alex Jones or Glenn Beck. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's always something they you own know, to where there is somebody else I know who's so fucking stupid that they listen to Alex Jones or Glenn Beck. You know, it's a it's a yeah, it's a little bit you, you know what happens to some of the older tards. They were sort of proud of listening to Old Flush Rimwell. And I used to listen to him when I drove a truck way back in 1988, 89, or something like that, when he was first sort of hitting the big time Old Flush. And they hit the big time when old George Herbert Walker Hoover Bush, you know, went ahead and sort of crowned Old Flusher as being a conservative. This was 1991 when he was wanting, you know, when, you know, after Gulf War had, you know, you know, the, you know, 91% approved old George Herbert Walker Uber Bush. And then he said, no new taxes. So he didn't put any taxes on your new. That's your wildebeest if you have one. We put tax on everything else. And then everybody was mad. And, you know, old George Herbert Walker Uber Bush here was looking for flesh room woe. To essentially bring back that loving feeling, Whoa, that loving feeling. So, so I, I've 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 known some people who have admitted that they listen and they believe everything that the old flusher has to say, old flush rimblow. If I ever do another talk show, it'll be a half hour here. We'll call it the flush rimblow show. Do do 
do do do do do do my zog is fucked do 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 my zog is fucked do 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 my zog is fucked so Christy Hines here when she was singing my town is fucked here but you know it would be flesh rim blow and the music song would be do 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 my zog is fucked do 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 my zog is fucked so, in case, where was I? Where was I? Is there anybody? <laughs> oh, Rush! Rush! I was secretly gay here. I mean, shit. He certainly, he certainly tapped the plenty. You know, plenty of. Uh, I don't know if he has a heifer now either. Here, he married a Jewess. You know, he became a kosher conservative if he wasn't already here. Uh, folks, if you're in eastern Missouri, around Cape Girardeau, the Limbaugh family, you know, just has a whole bunch of federal judges. Uh, now now uh, Stephen Limbaugh, he used to be on the Supreme, Missouri Supreme Court, total piece of shit. Now he's on the federal bench. You know, eastern district of Missouri, thank God. Total piece of shit. So, where was I? And, and folks, I need to I need to go ahead and publicize in the next shows. You know, I mean, you know, Rio versus Linstead, Eighth U.S. Circuit. I mean, old nigger lips. All he had to say was, "Oh, plaintiff's crazy satanic brief speaks for itself." You know, eighth U.S. Circuit, fifteen hyphen three seven five six. It's on my web page. Might be a landmark case, or they might try to go ahead and hide it. In case, what was that? You know, well, they are gay. It don't really matter if they're married. I mean, they're still big faggots here. But, you know, folks, that's what I'm trying to say here. Has any, does any of you know anybody other than a total Mongol card like Apollonian, a.k.a. Dennis Chamberlain? I've never known anyone who will admit but their little pea brain is wound up by Alex Jones or Glenn Beck. <laughs> now, I, I mean, you got to wonder here. Now, somebody's listening to Alex Jones and somebody's listening to Glenn Beck here, and maybe it's because uh, someone who does listen to Alex Jones and Glenn Beck isn't so fucked that they'll admit to listening to Alex Jones or Glenn Beck. <laughs> maybe they have just enough maybe they just have enough mental protoplasm to where at least they know that saying that I, I listened to Alex Jones and Glenn Beck and he tells me what to say and what to do is <laughs> a sure sign of you know, severe mental fucktardation mental and moral fucktardation but on the other hand, P. 
people listen to it here. Last you know, you know last week, last week the National Cuck, you know, Conservative Review, whatever. You had a whole bunch of Jews and a token nigger, but Jews and you know conservatives had a symposium, you know, had a symposium with simps on it against Trump. And one of them says and said, "Hey, it's hard to not imagine if you're if you're Donald Trump going ahead and eating your toast or your." You know, toasting orange juice and you know, bacon and eggs and your, you know, your special K or your shredded wheat or whatever the heck Donald Trump eats. I mean, he stays at Holiday Inn Express here. I mean, which means that actually he's a fairly intelligent businessman. And go ahead and reading what them ass clowns have to say about you, and said, "Don't listen to them." Thank you, thank you, thank you. National Cut View. I mean, essentially, is there any Jew boy? Is there any Jew boy? <laughs> or conservative? Or ass clown? Or I'll pay a token nigger? I mean, them going ahead bitching and pissing and men's, you know, menstruating you know, over the fact that you are whipping their ass means that you've won. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, hell. Let's see. Leanne Rackadoo. I don't know who the hell that is here. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, you, you, you see, talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. Arnold. He fucked this beaver. He fucked this beater and just had an ugly beater kid. But what I liked is that you know here was Marie Shiver here. She used to be sort of she used to be sort of cute here, and it looks like old Arnold go went ahead and sucked out all her pussy essence. It was Arnold Pekka, and turned you know turned Marie Shriver into Ms. Skeletor. And she 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 began to put a little bit of fat around her face here, a little bit of flesh around her face here. But oh, Arnold turned Maurice Shriver into Ms. Skeletor. I mean, shoot, you know, I mean, old Ms. Skeletor looked like well, some of these crap, you know, meth whores around here. I mean, you know, shoot, yeah, yeah, you'll have you'll have some Anglo mestizos, And they're able, they're able to have, they're able to have. Uh, <laughs> I remember, I remember. Uh, well, it was with the Ott Dorks here. Well, that wasn't real name, but essentially, every single one here, every single one here, the first child they have, usually it's a male, and always dies. I mean, it's sort of like it's sort of like their pussy is already squeezing out a sacrifice to Molech, or Chimosh, or whatever. And she was, you know. I uh, mean, you know, I remember she was 14 years old, and hell, neither I nor Roxy would dare let her get in a car alone with me. You know, her daddy, her daddy would you know essentially hump her all the time here, 
and put cigarette marks here. And essentially, I'm not messing around with no with no 14 year old girls, or 15 year old girls, or 16 year old girls, or 17 year old girls, or 18 year old girls. Well, certainly not 14 year old girls, and certainly not Anglo Mestizo 14 year old girls. But shoot, she used to be she used to be a you know you know she wasn't really. You know, she wasn't really fat, but she wasn't really thin either. You know what I mean? You know, you all know how I like them. But anyway, I was going to mess with a little 14-year-old girl here. But shoot, she, you know, she squeezed out her first kid, and it died, of course. And she got to where, you know, she got away from Daddy, and he was no longer humping her here. So, you know, I mean, he used to he used to sort of keep a lot of fat off of her here, you know, what with cigarette burns and, you know, humping her all the time. So then she got to where she got a little bit of fat to her. And then she discovered the joys of meth. Yep. When Anglo, when fat little Anglo Mestizuses, you know about that one, pump ones, discover the joys of meth, they end up looking sort of like Marie Shriver after, you know, especially she's been misskeletorized here by Arnold. Oh, Arnold don't look that cute either anymore here. You know, he's he's uh he's essentially he's playing a general here and he's selling an app that's on free on the you know, app store or something like that. I don't have time to stick with it. Ah oh, little turtle breach driver into Ms. Skeletor. I don't think I don't think she I you know, maybe she wasn't maybe she wasn't best for her. I don't know, but you know, she was sucking up all this, you know, old Marie Shriver's little female pussy essences here, fat little p- pussy essences, just sucking it out from the odd oh, old meat straw. <laughs> and and so I'm not a big fan of hyper diggers, I'm not a big fan of candies. <laughs> of course, the Kennys were marginally better than LBJ. He was a total piece of shit. <laughs> I like Nixon. I really like Nixon. I was talk. I was talking because I sent. Oh, I sent some. I sent thirty dollars. Oh, to one of my nuthouse friends who's in prison. And I sent a. I went ahead and found his letter, and I sent a copy. Essentially. Scanned in his letter and sent you know, a letter off to a son saying, hey, look, here, I'm, I'm sending your dad $30 a month here, and maybe you ought to help me help your dad. So I sent the thing out to him, and we were looking at stamps here. And we were talking about, oh, when it used to be, you know, I remember when old, old, old Tricky Dick Nixon died, and a year later they had a you know Nixon stamp here back in 1995. He died in 1994. He had stamp in 1995. And then I remember buying a bunch of Ronald Reagan stamps in 2005 before they, before they arrested me on them trumped-up charges. And, uh, you know, in 2005, so I had some Reagan stamps here. Well, they didn't buy the Gerald Ford stamps, though, because I was in that house. I remember, you know, uh, when, you know, especially December 2006, and, you know, dumb asshole Gerald Ford dies. And so I tell my social worker, damn, I'm so sorry that El Presidente is dead. 
And she says, Martin, you've never struck me as the kind who would have much use for Joe Ford. I said, well, I met Joe Ford, and I shook his hand here when he came to Walla here, but I ain't talking about that idiot Joe Ford. I'm talking about Saddam Hussein. I heard about Saddam old Joe Ford died. That was El Presidente for life, and I sort of missed there. You know, Saddam Hussein, not, you know, not that idiot Joe Ford. But I never got to buy me any Joe Ford steps, because, you know, what they would come out in... You know, late 2007, I was in that house and, you know, couldn't buy my choice of stamps here. <laughs> okay, here, let's see here. I don't know. I I mean, I, I don't know if Sean Penn's a kike or not here. I thought, I thought it was hilarious that he went ahead and interviewed El Chapo. <laughs> now, you know, folks, if you want to get rid of, you know, beater gangbangers, you know, what they ought to do is just simply legalize. You know, I mean, you know, they're, they're actually talking in Missouri of legalizing medical marijuana in Missouri, in Moron, Missouri. Now, folks, you know, you have, you have... Yeah, you have a lot of that shit. It goes wild, and some, you know, some of it, it's not so wild. It's sort of halfway COVID. I remember when Roxy's fat nephews, you know, their uh, old Henry Ottendorf uh, was, uh, he was the main, he was the main drug dealer here in Granby. And what happens? He had a whole bunch of marijuana seeds. He went ahead and gave it to Roxy's nephew. Roy Jack, Fat Mike Jack, who looked more, most like the Indian here. You know, you know, Fat Mike Jack, Freddie Jack, Ricky Jack. We we call them Jack here because, well, guess what? They were not pussy, and you know what they did at night here. <laughs> we call them, you know, we call them Roy Jack, Mikey Jack, Ricky Jack, Freddie Jack. And let me see, I forget. You know, there was a few other jacks running around. But it was, it was the main, it was, they were the four main jacks here. You know, Jack wasn't part of their name, but, you know, it sort of was because uh, one time, one time old Roy Jack here, you know, his, you know, uh, you know, me and my brother Hall Hay here, me and Pinker Hall Hay, essentially uh, they work real hard at, oh, three cents a bale, they would get, you know, they would get, oh, shoot, we'd do, what, 1,500, 1,600 bales? Essentially, they'd get about 50 bucks. 1984, 1985, pretty good money. So anyway, what happens is that, you know, neither one, you know, you know, the brothers, you know, Roy Jack and Mikey Jack would not work on the same day. Essentially, one would work here and the other would be nigger rich because he wants money. At the end of the night, so he wouldn't be he wouldn't be working the next day. His brother, who had been who been nigger rich, spending his fifty bucks here, would be out there. So anyway, we have old Roy Jack and old Roy Jack. You know he he goes ahead, he falls off the hay track, you know hay truck here, and we look see if he's okay. And old Pigger goes ahead and says. Says Roy Jack, what have you been doing? Have you been have you been have you been jacking off again? 
You know, Roy Jack, you so dazed here. He says, yeah. He says, why do you do that? How, why do you do that, Roy Jack? And Roy Jack says, I kind of like it. <laughs> that was me. That was me in here. You know what I mean? He never got. He never. He never heard the end of it. Roy Jack. You know, you were off again. Why? Because you're kind of like it. <laughs> oh yeah, kid. So anyway, so uh, I'm looking at that here. Okay, Sean Penn. We used to hump. He used to hump that nasty skank, Madonna. Hell, she used to have. Oh heck, she used to have a world class beaver. No, I, I I don't know. You you go ahead. You hear. Go ahead here, and I don't know what you know. What's Kanks doing? Well, I don't know if they that they're all shaving their you know shaving their you know their beaver to where there is no pelt anymore here. But heck, when I was a kid here, shoot women, you know, you'll see you'll see old porn from Maryland Chambers. I mean, shoot, women used to have quite a bush. Madonna sure as hell did. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Madonna here. Let's see here. <laughs> okay, I'm looking. I'm looking at a card here. Good Lord, tarts have prepped in. Anyway, folks, I think I'm going to. I'm in yapping. This is not you know, This is not meant God we yap here. I'll, I'll admit that here. I've, I've, uh, I've sort of veered off course here. The monologue was 52 minutes long, and it pretty well covered what I mainly wanted to cover. I, I sort of got off track here. Uh, essentially. Dealing with Granby. And essentially the Anglo Mestizos and the Tards who live in Granby. Tuesday night I went down there and you know, uh, essentially the guy the 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 preacher next door, he has the biggest church in Granby, and so he is the head of the cemetery committee, and he was pissing and moaning. Because essentially the mayor's wife here, who's on the cemetery, you know, maybe went behind his back and got to where the mayor got to tell the president of the cemetery committee what to do. Essentially the mayor's wife, you know, caused that trouble. And essentially, you know, he didn't really like he really liked to have that. Essentially, our idiot mayor. I'm running for city council, South Ward. And essentially, I said, "Hey, look, are you worried that he's going to do to the committee, you know, to the cemetery committee, what he's already done to the Granby Volunteer Fire Department? Essentially, forced the fire chief to resign." Are you worried he's going to do that? No, I ain't worried about that. Okay, well, that's fine. Anyway, they're they're trying to go ahead and pass a you know half set safety tax, 
essentially make it general, you know, make it general funding. I'm going to go, te- go ahead and tell them, line up front. Look towards. Look towards. There was a quarter cent sales tax, which is reserved for capital improvements for the fire department. Essentially, they built a big old fire house. They paid for it. And now they're paying for pickup trucks for the fire department. But guess what? Might support might support a quarter set capital improvements because you claim you need a new police station. To fix up the police station to go ahead and build another one. And maybe build build for some pig mobiles. But not half in, you know, not half set to where you idiots get your mitts on it. And oh, by the way, we need an elected police board, not one that you appoint. Well, you're creatures. So, anyway, that's politics in a small town. Okay? So, anyway. I'm looking, I'm looking at, I have, I have a whole room full of tart <sighs> who are listening to me, and that would be fascinating. Oh, hell, old European Godzilla here. Oh, shoot. Yeah, a few people, I guess maybe I get to work on here. But anyway, I have been... I have been doing this show for what? Oh, nearly six years, but tonight I've been doing it for what? Oh, 10 30, 11 30, 12 30, 1 30, nearly a three hour show. I think I've done enough. Don't be mean to Corn Cobb. I don't know about that. Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and call in tonight. Anyway. I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to I'm going to circle around. I'm going to circle around to what I was talking, folks. The whole purpose for political activity and white nationalism, or in dual seedline Christianity, is to bring about the end of the empire, which is destroying us as a people. Yahweh's servant nation, because it's run by the Jews who are the spawn of Satan. So, the purpose of any propaganda is always negative criticism of Zog Babylon. It's not to work with Zog. It is not to all find out a way to get along with niggers or beaners or Jews. It sure as hell is not to let them into the body of Christ like William Fink, a nigger knows Jew, or Brian Real, or Andre the nigger, or some Van Shakes. You don't let them creatures inside your congregation. You do not take them seriously. But they're so funny and the rest is wonderful stuff. 
I don't think Andre the Nigger is writing this stuff here any more than Trader Glenn Miller went ahead and wrote his little ghost-written book here. Any more than Rabbi Fink wrote Finkelchenia or Christ Right or anything like that here. This is just simply Jew shit presented with a plausible air to Mamsers. That's what I'm saying, is that there is nothing good to be said for this current system. And this current system is not, is not all-powerful, all-knowing, all-anything. I go ahead, if you looked at them tards on their little debate, all fighting, all with delusions, I'm going to whip Russia's ass. Oh, okay. You're going to whip Russia's ass. You couldn't, you couldn't whip Iraq. You know, you couldn't hit, whip up Iraq's ass, and they didn't even have much of an army left. You can't whip Afghanistan ass. What is she going to whip Iranian ass? I'll listen, I'll listen to this Polak, whatever here, John Kasich, we're going to keep Iraq from getting nuclear weapons. Well, see, they've gotten what? You know, not, not, our money, they got their own money back. They've got a hundred billion, and now they're signing all these deals with these Europeans. Essentially, they're having a boom, and they're getting their money back. We can't keep a shithole weak country like North Korea from getting a nuclear weapon. How the hell are you going to stop? Iran, with 90 million people, in a country the size of what? Texas and California combined. A rather mountainous terrain, mainly, in deserts. How are you going to prevent that? You couldn't whip them in Afghanistan. They only had 30 million ragheads. How are you going to go ahead and whip 90 million? More advanced ragheads in a country two and a half times the size of Afghanistan. You could whip 25 million Iraqi ragheads. All these people are fucking delusional. How are we going to do it? I know we're going to put a whole bunch of money in the Army and the Navy and the Coast Guard and the Marines and in the Navy. Really? How's that going to go ahead and restore prosperity to America? Let's just build a whole bunch of F-35. F-35s. Oh, by the way, they, they said they had... Uh, they said they had a, a bunch of sonic booms that was from an F-35 somewhere over Maryland. Yeah, that's tough for you. I have a question. Does anybody really believe this government, this Zog Babylon, can do anything right? They can't keep two sad niggers from going ahead and killing a bunch of Wiggers and niggers and Deaners in San Bernardino. They can't keep a lone tard 
like Bill Stormroof from Gunning Down Nine Niggers. They can't keep niggers from gunning down niggers, even though supposedly Black Lives Matter. How are they going to stop? Some character like this retard who wanted to be shot in the head. He decides, right, you know, his goal isn't to be shot in the head. His goal is to kill. And they're white. How are they going to stop that? How are they going to stop world, you know, widespread white revolt? When people say, fuck it, I've had enough. I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill pigs. I'm going to kill lawyers. I'm going to kill Jews. I'm going to kill mamsers. I'm going to kill everyone who rules over me who thinks that essentially I'm going to go ahead and obey their law when they can't obey their law. How long does any of you think this shit's going to really continue? Folks, I don't think it's going to continue very long at all. But essentially, a big corporation like Walmart, which has forgotten far more than I will ever know about big box retailing, and they have to close, what, 250, 260 stores? Some next door to their home turf, which has been, which has been, oh, especially around for the past 30 years. These stores are in the county next to Walmart's headquarters. And they can't run. They can't go ahead and find profitable to older stores within 30 miles of their headquarters or main warehouses. This is not a good sign for Walmart or for Zoth. So since everything's falling apart, what do you do? And the answer is, is that you start looking after yourself. I'm not telling you form a militia. I'm telling you form your own protective group. And don't call it a militia. Because, folks, the mistake I made was thinking that there was a political solution. In 1993 and 1994 and 1995, and being a slow learner to where it was until 1996 when some Missouri Highway Patrolman got in, because people were stupid and finding out there is no political solution. I'm not the same man I was when I was 38, now that I'm 58. It's a pity. It takes you a while to wise up. You're able to think. You're able to figure it out. You do wise up eventually. So in any case, I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. I'm going to go ahead and say, Hail Victory. May Yahweh bless. And 
Good night. White men clad in black are we, I-I-O, and we'll stamp out some tyranny, I-I-O. White men go, we vote ho, on the city roof, let the red cock crow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse walls, with red blood flow. Adam yelled and he defend, killing life. All who was there, the ruling man, killing life. White men go, we vote home. On the city roof, let the red cock crow. White men go, civil war home. On the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. Oh, white men, their rifles shoot. The Jews are laid low. On struggling next week, on our boots to stamp out the foe. White men go, we vote ho. On the city roof, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. <laughs> She must only love is good. Hi-yo-yo. The love of God our only need. Hi-yo-yo. White men go, we vote ho. On the city roof, let the red cock crow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse walls, red, 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 blow. We're strong before our cause is right. Hi-yo-yo. Our sons won't have to go and fight. Hi-yo-yo. White men go, we vote ho. On the city roof, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse walls, let red blood grow.